Welcome everyone to the Rav Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Tet Zayin. We'll begin at the new Perek on Daf Tet Vav Amur Bet. Today's Daf is a Zechut for Daniel Ben Devorah. He should have success in everything he does. Says the Mishnah, Yom Tov Shechal Yom Shabbat. If if Yom Tov falls down on a Friday, Lo Yivasheh B'Tchilam Yom Tov LeShabbat. You're not allowed to cook on Friday for Shabbat. But you're allowed to cook. Instead, you're allowed to cook on Friday for Friday, for the Yom Tov that is on Friday. And if you have extra hotir for Shabbat, you can use leftovers for Shabbat. Now, what do you do to avoid doing this? Let's say you don't want to serve leftovers on Shabbat. You want to serve food for Shabbat. Or set tafshil yom tov. You can make food on Thursday which is not Yom Tov. You can make food on Thursday for Shabbat. And you can rely on that food for Shabbat. Meaning, you can rely on that food to be able to cook other food on Friday for Shabbat. So if you cooked a food on Thursday for Shabbat, then on Friday you could cook a second food for Shabbat. If you didn't, then we said before that you can only use leftovers on Shabbat. Now, how much food do you have to prepare? Bet Shemai says two cooked dishes. Bet says one cooked dish. But they both agree that they agree that that is two considered two separate Tavshilin. Okay. If you prepared something from Thursday and then it got lost, or someone ate it, then you can't use it. If you left from it, you a little bit, as long as there's a little bit left of it, you could use it to cook on Friday for Shabbat. So, if the eruv that you made got eaten, then, as long as there's some left, it's okay, but otherwise you're not allowed to cook your back like you have no eruv. We don't say that since you did it, even though it's gone, it's okay. No, that's not so. Says the Gemara, where do we see in a pasuk that there's any hint to Eruv Tavshilin? Now, this is not the actual source Rashi tells us. We're just looking for a pasuk to lean on it. Because really, Eruv Tavshilin is the Rabbanan. Remember the day of Shabbat to sanctify it. What does that mean? Remember it. When it tells you to remember it, that means that someone's coming to tell you to forget it. What does that mean? So it's talking about a case where you have a Friday Yom Tov before Shabbat. And the preparations for the Friday Yom Tov might lead you to forget about preparing for Shabbat. And therefore, remember the Shabbat and don't forget it. And that's why you have to bear Shalim. My Tama, what's the actual reason why the Chachami made Eruv Tov Shalim? Says, I'm a Rabbi. It's Machloket. Rabbi says... In order to make sure, in order to make sure that you have a good food for Shabbat and a good food for Yom Tov, which means since we make, since you made an eruv, you're going to remember Shabbat, and you're not going to use all your money for Yom Tov, and you'll prepare some for this and some for that. So the, according to this, the actual of preparing Eruv Tavshilin is going to actually help you. It's going to make it that you're going to remember to buy good food for Yom Tov. 
and you're not going to waste it all on Shabbat. That is according to Rava. Rav Ashi Amar Kedesh Yimru Enofim Miyom Tov LeShabbat Kavachom Miyom Tov LeChol. According to Rav Ashi, the whole point of making the root of Shalin is to protect you from preparing from Yom Tov LeChol, which means that really when Yom Tov is going into Shabbat, let's say when Yom Tov falls out on Thursday and Shabbat is the is right on Friday and Shabbat is right afterwards, we really could let you cook on Yom Tov for Shabbat. That's no problem, but. If we don't let you cook without an eruv, you're going to say, wow, what do I need an eruv for? Oh, I need an eruv to cook. So if I need an eruv to cook from Friday to Shabbat, surely if Yom Tov falls out on a Monday, and the next day is only a Tuesday, I wouldn't be allowed to cook on Monday for Tuesday, because that's preparing for afterwards. In order to avoid you cooking on on a, yom to, on a Yom Tov on Monday for Tuesday, so we make you have a Eruv when it falls out on Thursday. Sorry, when it falls out on Friday, we make you have a Eruv in or, and, and prepare from Thursday in order that you'll make the Kavach on your brain and say, wait a second, if I needed a Eruv to prepare on a Yom Tov for the day after Yom Tov when it's Shabbat, when, it's, when the day after Yom Tov is a Tuesday, it's less holy, surely I wouldn't be allowed to cook. And obviously you're not going to make eruv, and that'll protect you from cooking on yom tov for after. Because it seems like when a guy is cooking, when a guy is allowed to cook on yom tov, he might think he could cook for after yom tov. And the only way you'll remember is by remembering that since last year you had needed eruv, now for sure you can't cook. That's the reason of Ravashi. Okay. Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah, Oseh Tavshim Erev Yom Tov V'Somech Alav Shabbat. Our Mishnah says you could make a, uh, something on Erev Yom Tov, and you can rely on it for Shabbat. That's the reason why you can't do it on Yom Tov, because the whole thing, according to Rav Ashi, the whole thing is that you have to prepare it from beforehand, and you can't prepare it on Yom Tov. Why can't I make a roof on Yom Tov? If the whole point is that to make sure that I that I have good food for Shabbat, why can't I just do it on Yom Tov too? Okay. So, in Hakanami, you're right. According to him, you can do it on Shabbat. Rather, the rabbis made, according to him, the reason why you can't do it on Yom Tov is the rabbis are worried if we let you prepare extra food, really the whole thing is to prepare extra food so you have enough good food on Yom Tov. But if we let you do it on Yom Tov, you might forget. And therefore we make you do it from end of Yom Tov. And if you didn't, we give, we, we give you a knas not to do it. Now says, our Tana brings it from somewhere else. Okay. Where do we bring it from? talking about the man, it says the man that you have to bake, you should bake, and what you have to cook, you should cook. It says, what you baked already, afu baked. That means that you could only bake on Yom Tov if you baked from Erev Yom Tov. Whatever you baked, you should bake. If you baked already, you should bake. If you cooked, you should cook. 
That's another source. That's a smach for Eruv Toshim from the Torah instead of the first smach that we had before. He was learning all day. The first group left. So when after the first group left, he made a comment and he says, Though these guys are the Bale Pistin. Which means that these guys are the barrel owners. What does that mean, Bale Pistin? Mean these guys are, are not learning enough Torah, they have to busy take care of their barrels. Kachina, the first group left, second group left, Amar, these guys own kegs. Yani, they don't have as much as the first guys. So they're they're walking out to take care of the, the, their, their things to, to be busy with their stuff. Kachi, the third one left, Amar these guys only only cut the fourth group left. Amar halalu bale lugin. These guys only own a lug. Katcham shir amar halalu bale kosot. These guys only own only own a cup. Two kashitas. When the sixth group wanted to leave, Amar he said halalu bale meara. These guys hazatun. They have no money. They had to leave at the end because they have nothing to go back to. Natan inab betamidin. So as they started looking at the tamidin, hitchilu penem mishtim. They they started getting nervous because they thought he was going to yell at them too. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the people who left. They're leaving the next world. They're busy with temporary needs. When they left, he told them, Go home and eat uh, rich foods. Give food to those who don't have. Don't be nervous, because the happiness of Hashem is your security. Okay, this is the pasuk that he told the people who ended up staying. Okay, so people had to leave in the middle of the Yom Tov meal, and he was criticizing them in the Yom Tov class. Amon Mor, he said, Why would he criticize the guys who left? They have to go home for Simchat Yom Tov. He says, No. holds that you don't have to have a Simchat Yom Tov meal, and therefore, since they don't have to go home, why do you leave to go to a holiday meal? The Daniel, because we learned, Rabbi Elazar Omer, and lo yom la adam be yom tov ela or ochel or shote or yoshev b'shonem. According to Rabbi Elazar, all you should do on yom tov is eat and drink or sit and learn. Pshu Omer chelko chetzol Hashem chetzol Hashem. He says you have to do both. According to Rabbi Elazar, you could do all learning or all eating, and according to Rabbi Shu, you could do both. You have to do a little bit of both. Amar Biyochon Biyochon says, "Shnei Miklachad Darshu." They both learn from the same pasuk. One pasuk says, "I said Lashem Olchecha." It's Shavuot for Hashem. One says for Hashem, the other one says for Lachem. It's for you. 
Either all for Hashem or all for you. You can do either one. And therefore, why do you guys leave in the middle of the class? If you sure, Savad, half and half. Half for you and half for Hashem. What does he mean when he said, give it to those who don't have? Send food to a guy who has no Eruv Tavshin. That's what it's referring to. Now you know why we brought the story. Others say, anyone who couldn't do, you give it to him. Don't send it to him. And because if a guy should have left it and, and he didn't, then you don't take care of him. Only a guy who had wasn't who came late and couldn't do it. What does it mean that the Hashem is happy when you're secure? Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Mishum Rabbi Azad, Rabbi Shimon. Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Mishum Hashem said to the Jews, B'nai Levi, Alu V'Kichu K'Shuat Hayom. B'nai, sorry, B'nai, my sons, Levu, go borrow, ally on me, V'Kichu K'Shuat Hayom, and make sure you have enough food for the day. Trust me, I'll repay your loans. Hashem says, if you need money for Shabbat, you could borrow and get use it for Shabbat. Hashem will take care of it. If a guy wants to, his money to last, you should plant an eder tree. Or idra is normally kidami inchi my idra what's idra the kaimale dari something that lasts forever. So Rashi explains that if you have an edir tree, people know that it's your it becomes a memorable thing, and everyone knows that you're the one with the famous editry, and then no one will ever take away your field and say it was mine all along because everyone you're you're, you're noteworthy. No one's ever going to take it away. And the fruits stay for a long time. Okay. Tanya Rabbi Tchifta Achvei de Ravina Chaza. Rabbi Tchifta, the brother of Ravina Chaza, said the following brayta: "Kol mezonotav shel adam kizvim lo miroshana ad yom kipurim." A person's money is set from miroshana to kipur. Chutz mezonot shabbat tov tov yom kipurim. Except for what you spend on 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 Shabbat yom tov. This connects to the previous gemara that says that you could borrow on Hashem and Hashem will pay you. V'otzat b'nav tovutora. Also, the money you spend on your kids' learning. Shim pat. If you spend less on these things, you get less. She will give you more. So therefore, there's nothing to worry about if you spend on Torah. That's fine. I'm going to be a What's the pasuk? Blow the shofar on the chodesh. When at the time that the, the moon is covered. What chag is the the moon covered on, but you don't have a full moon. Usually, Chag, you have a full moon or a part moon. It says in the end of Asuk, it's a Chok Lisel, Mishpat Yaakov. And therefore, we learn. Now, the word Chok 
could also mean a, 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 a law, but it could also mean food sometimes. And therefore, we're telling you that on Rosh Hashanah, Hashem decides how much food you're going to get. It says that the priest will eat the chukam, which is their daily ration that Paro gave them. So the word chukam means ration. So when Hashem gives out our rations also on Rosh Hashanah. Feed me my lechem chuki, my ration of bread. It's another pasuk that could teach you the same thing, that it could be food. Now, I don't know why they don't, he, doesn't like the first pasuk. I guess chukam chuki, I don't know. Okay. Tanya will learn to the brighter. Amrul Allah Shemaya Zaken. Every day he would eat in honor of Shabbat. If he would find a nice animal, he would say, this is for Shabbat. And he found a nicer one. You leave the first one, second one. You eat the first one. So you leave the second one for Shabbat that's nicer. And the first one you eat during the week. He was different. He did everything for Shabbat. Right? He would... He wouldn't worry about that. So therefore, he would not worry that he might not get a good animal. He wouldn't put away things for Shabbat. He would say, I'll get something better. Tanya Namiachi, we learned in the Brayta. Bet Shemayim, Bet Shemayim says, Machar Shibich L'Shabbatecha. Mechad Shibich L'Shabbatecha. From the first day, you prepare for Shabbat. But tell him, Baruch Adonai Yom Yom. But tell him, don't worry. Hashem will give you in the right time. Amar Rabbi Chama Bar Chanina. Hanoten matanal lechaviro ensech lehodio. If you give your friend your gift to your friend, you don't have to tell him. Shneimar Moshe Raki Kanal Parav. We see that Moshe Hashem gave him a gift that his face shone, and yet Hashem didn't tell him. And so you see that you can give your friend a gift without telling him. He says, "My TV. What do you mean? It says Ladat Kenya Hashem Mekadeshchem. Says that you have to know that Hashem is the one who sanctifies you." I'm looking for the Moshe Hashem told Moshe, "Moshe, my talent is yeshi, but I can see. I have a beautiful treasure in my treasure house. Mishabat from a cold Shabbat. When I want to give it to the Jews, lechodiyam. Go tell them. Mikan Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel. We're going to tell us from here. Hanoten pat litinok tarich lodiyo imo. You have to tell the mother when you give a gift to the kid." And therefore, you see, you always have to tell people before you give them a gift. So how could we say before that Moshe, from the fact that Moshe had a gift that his face shone, and Hashem didn't know, it, we can learn that you don't have to tell people. You see, you do have to tell people. Lokash, it's not a question. So if you give a kid food, the mother will never know if the kid ate food. And she won't know if she has to feed him or not. So you have to tell her. But... Since Hashem didn't have to tell him because he's going to notice it anyway. Since he's going to notice it, you know, then you, therefore, you don't have to tell him. Shabbat nami matanat David the Shabbat also something that we're going to find out about anyway, right? Matan lo You're right, but Hashem did. The reason why Hashem wanted to, Moshe to tell him because they'll know they have to do it, but they're not going to know how much schar they're going to get. That's why Moshe has to tell them how much schar they're going to get. Amar Mor, we said before, Mikam Amar you have to tell the mother when you give the kid food. My avodah. How do you get the, the if you give a baby who can't talk? How, how does the mother know? You rub oil on him around his eyes. How does that help? 
you put a mark, and this way, you put a mark on the kid. The kid will come home and say, well, how did you get that mark on your face? And he goes, oh, the guy put a mark on my face, but he also gave me bread. Then you learn about it. Okay? And the point of it is that people know that you took care of the kid. It's nice. Says the Gemara. Nowadays, people are worried that if you put a mark on the kid, people will think that you put a spell on him. My, so what should you do? Amar Papa, Rub him with some type of the food. This way, if you get the food on the kid's clothes, or you get the food on his face, he sees the little crumbs on the kid's hair, so he knows that he had bread. Ask him, where did you get the bread from? And then they'll be happy that you gave him a gift. All the mitzvot Hashem go take gave the Jews. Tell them if I say gave them publicly. Except for Shabbat was given privately. This is private. Only the Jews have it. Conceal. The word le'alam le'olam should be with a vav. No vav coming to teach you that le'alam to hide it. If so. Then the goyim shouldn't be punished for it, which means, how come the goyim get punished for not accepting Torah? They never heard about Shabbat. Shabbat odinu odinu. Hashem, they, they didn't know about Shabbat. Why? Matanzcha odinu. He didn't tell them the reward. That's one way to say. It. So Hashem told them and didn't tell them the reward. Similar to the, what we said before, that Hashem told us but didn't told, told us about Shabbat and didn't tell us the reward. Another pshat ve'ibayit ema matanzcha nami odinu. He told the reward. He didn't tell me he can get a new neshama. Hashem gives you an extra neshama on Friday. And on Saturday night, he takes from you. It says Shabbat, and he rested. And the word rest can mean, once you finish the Shabbat, you lost, woe is to me, Avda, you lost nafesh, your soul. And therefore we see that there must have been an extra Shema beforehand. Here's the source of the extra Shema that we all know about. Says the Mishnah. Oh, now we're going back to our topic of Eruv Tavshilin. Says the Mishnah as follows. Osei Adam Tavshilin Erev Yom Tov. A person can make a dish from Erev Yom Tov. Amar says, That's only by dish. When it comes to bread, then you can't. Why can't you use bread? Maybe you'll say, Oh, I need something that, you, that, that is a condiment, meaning something that you put on the bread. You don't put bread on bread. There's also daisa, which is oatmeal, right? Uh, and you don't put that on bread. Because the Babylonians who eat oatmeal on bread, they, they, they made fun of them. You're allowed to use oatmeal. So if you're allowed to use oatmeal, so then obviously we see that the, the criteria is not that it has to be something that goes with bread, because it doesn't go with bread. Rather, you need something uncommon. Others learn differently. That's only a tavshil. I have a pot law, but not bread. 
My time, what's not? If you need something odd, according to this version, you weren't allowed to use oatmeal. So how can you tell me it's something that's uncommon? You need something that goes on the bread. And, and you don't put bread on bread. According to this Gemara, the Gemara is flipping it the other way around, saying that the whole point is has to be something that goes on bread. And that's and, and we're learning that because the fact that, that you're not allowed to use Daisa. And therefore it has to be something that goes on bread. That's version B of the Ikadami. So according to version A, uh, Daisa is no good and it needs to be something different. According to version B, Daisa if we're going to version A, Daisa is good, and it needs to be something that's different. And according to version B, Daisa is no good, oatmeal is no good for, for Eruv, and it needs to be rather something that can accompany bread. Tanya Rebchir, Rebchir learns, Adashim Shibishlu Kedera. Let's see if lentils at the bottom of a pot. Somech Alem you could use for Eruv Even though you finished the whole, let's say you made a whole pot of lentils, there's only some lentils at the bottom. Don't think that since you ate it, it's gone. Since there's still lentils left, it's fine. How do you mean it's because as long as there's a kazayat left of it? According to this, even the fat that's on a knife, let's say you cut, you made a eruv tashlin, a piece of steak, and you finish the whole steak, and you still have the fat that's left on the knife. That's the only thing that's left of it. That's enough. As long as there's an owl's worth of fat on the knife, it must be very fatty meat to find an owl's worth of knife, owl's worth of fat on the knife. But if you did, then you could use that as an eruv, even though it's only a little bit left. If you have small salted fish, you can't use them. There's no problem of bishlogoim. The reason why there's no problem to be cooked is because since it can be edible raw, therefore, if they cook them, it's not a problem. Anything that's nechal kamotruchai is not a problem. Bishulakum. If a goy roasted them, so you could still use veirut tashlim, right? So they're still kosher. We have dinu nochri kasa dehashlim, but if he made them into fish, fish stuff, then it's asur to eat it. Why? Why can't you eat it then? Because it's fried with fat and flour, and it makes it very nice, then it is edible. I pshita. What do you mean? It should be obvious that it's asur, because since it's got flour in it, which you're baking it and you're cooking a flour dish, it should be asur. Of course, maudim. You might have thunk. Harsana the main thing is the harsana, Kamashman Kimchim, so the main thing is the flour. So in other words, basically, there is fish in it. But the fish, if it was the main ingredient, that would be okay if a goy cooked it, because the fish is the main ingredient. Even though there's flour in it, and the flour is not edible raw, but since the fish would be the main ingredient, it would be mutar. But now that we're telling you that the flour is the main ingredient, Flour is edible, is not edible raw, and therefore it is subject to goyim cooking, and therefore there is a problem. Amar Abba, now, okay, Amar Abba, erwet of shalim tzrich kazayit. In order to make a roof shalim, it has to be at least the size of a zayit. Ibaylehu kazayit echad lekulan, or demal kazayit lekulan echad lechad. Do I need a kazayit for every person who's using it, or one kazayit is enough for everybody? 
says when I touch my wing, proof. Abba, Amarabi, Amarav, Ben the One kazayit is enough for either one person or a hundred. So you only need one kazayit for a hundred people to use. Okay. Says the Gemara Tanan. We learned in the Mishnah. If I ate it or it got lost, you can't use it, you can't cook with it. If you left a little bit left, you can use it. My kosher, how much is a kosher? It sounds like any amount. It doesn't mean even without a kazayit. So it sounds like the Mishnah is against your Abba, they need a kazayit. When we said kosher, which almost means any amount, it means much less. But it, does, but it still needs to be a kazayit. Mishnah says. Ah, Tashma, bring another proof. It says, Tavshil Zetzali. Tavshil could be roasted. It could even be pickled or cooked too much or, or regular cooked. Vikilius has spinium. And if you have Spanish mackerel, Spanish mackerel is easily cooked. And if you just pour hot water on it, it becomes cooked. And therefore, technically, if you have a Spanish mackerel and you want to use a little tafshilin, all you need to do is pour hot water on it and it's cooked. Visafor and Loshiur. The beginning and the end has no set time. Which means there's no set amount how much you have to have. My Enloshir. Enloshir cloud sounds like there's no set time. Set amount. And if there's no set amount, it sounds like less than a kazayit should be okay. So why did we say beforehand that it has to be at least a kazayit? Here we see less than a kazayit is okay. We're saying it doesn't, have to, it doesn't have a maximum, but it does have a minimum. And if it's too less than a kazayit, it's no good. So we still defending our opinion. Amrav Huna. Amrav. Elutujin needs a person's thought. You have to know that you did it. Of course you need the guy who put it there has to know. The more wants to know, does the, the guy who we did it for have to know? In other words, let's say Ruvain makes it a roof. Of course Ruvain has to know he's making it. But if he's making it for Shimon, does Shimon have to know? Could he come tell Shimon later, hi, I made a roof for you, and therefore you're okay? You can cook on Yom Tov for Shabbat? Or no, maybe you're not allowed to do that. He has to know. Says about Tashma, I'll bring you proof. We know the Shmuel's father used to make one roof for everyone in the Hardai. They would make one for the whole city of Tiberias. He would make an announcement. He would say, anyone could rely on mine. So you see that you don't have to know about it because they would make it for the whole town, all these rabbis. Okay? Okay? Ra'ad Kama. How far could a person be to be included? You have to be in the Tchum of Shabbat. If you're past that, you're not included. There was a blind man. He would 
quote the Bryce in front of Moshmuel. Chazid Havativ, one day, time he's always upset. Amale, Amayati, why are you so upset? Amale, I forgot, Amale, Smochadi, Adidi. So he said, okay, Shmuel said, don't be upset, you can rely on me. Don't worry, you could cook food on Yom Tov for Shabbat, because I made one, I had you in mind. Next year he saw that he was upset again. Amale, Amayati, he said, why are you upset? Amale, the Lord, TV, I didn't make a decision. Amale, Poshat, the Kula Amashari, the Didech Asur. Shmuel told him, you are a negligent guy, this blind guy. He said, therefore, everyone else, they can rely on it. But since you did it two years in a row, you cannot rely on my roof, and you're not allowed to use it. Okay, this is also relevant for us also. Okay. Tanur we learned Yom Tov Shachaliyot Beshev Eruv Shabbat Yom Tov falls down on a Friday and Rabbi Lo Eruv Tchamim Lo Eruv Tchamim Lo you can't do Eruv Tchamim or Eruv Chasirot on that day. Rabbi Omer, Eruv Tchamim you could make Eruv Chasirot, which means put together people in the Chasir. Avlo Eruv Tchamim you can't make an Eruv Tchamim. Now let's just remind you what they are. Eruv Tchamim means you're allowed to carry, you're allowed to walk up to twenty of. Not carry. You let it walk up to two thousand miles outside the city. If you make a eruv techumim, means you put something before Shabbat, two thousand miles away from the away from the city in the east, and that allows you to go zero or more to the west of the city. But you're now allowed to go four thousand miles to the east because that thing, the food that you put two thousand miles before Shabbat, becomes your home, and therefore you're allowed to go to it. And from there, two thousand miles from there, that gets you a double eruv that way. That could be done, but not on a yom tov. So if you want to do that on Shabbat, if you want to do it for Shabbat, you have to do it from Erev Yom Tov and not on Yom Tov itself. Okay? But Eruv Chatzirot, you can do, on, you can do which is where you, you uh, allow people in the same Chatzirot to, 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 to carry from one to the next. That's allowed. Okay, we got it. You, because you can make someone Asur with something that's Asur on Yom Tov. But you can't make it with something that's mutar and yom tov. So therefore, we want to say over here that since you're allowed to carry on yom tov, you can make erev chaserot on yom tov. But since you can't go out of the tchum on yom tov, therefore you can't make erev tchum on yom tov. Itmar we learned. Rav Amar Halacha Ketanakama. Rav holds the Halachas like Tanakama. Shmuel Amar Halacha Kerebi. Who Shmuel is like Rebbe? Ibayil asked the question: Halacha Kerebi Lekula or Lechuma? Is the Halacha like Rebbe to be strict or lenient? Rav says we follow Tanakama that you can't make Eruv Chasidot. Also, but Shmuel said the Halacha like Rebbe that you can't make Eruv Chasidot. When we say Halacha is like Rebbe, does he mean to be lenient that you could make Eruv Chasidot on Yom Tov or Lechuma? Or he's telling you? To be strict. Now, Rabbi, ready to say it's mutar. Pshita the kula will come out. So, if you're sure, he means the kula. Rabbi sent a message. It's not like you guys learned that Rabbi Matir He had it flipped. So, we want to know when we said Shmuel goes like Rabbi, is he going like version A of Rabbi? That Shmuel is being. That, I'm sorry. That Rebbe was be, that when Shmuel says you go like Rebbe, was he going like a version A of Rebbe that Rebbe is being lenient and he's allowing Rebbe Chazerot, or is he going like version B of Rebbe where Rebbe is being strict and doesn't let Rebbe Chazerot? Which one is he going like Rebbe like? 
Tashma. I'll bring you a proof. Why? Because one time he followed Shmuel. The first thing he does is being strict. He, the first thing he did is ruining the this his first ruling was to go like Shmuel who follows Rebbe. And Rav criticized him to say, look, the first thing he's messing up. I understand if Shmuel was being lenient. So therefore, Rav could be upset because he sees he's going lenient. And he's being strict. They can't be a mess up. And therefore, we see that must be Shmuel is the one who's being the lenient one. Or it's not necessarily. Since people might... Really, I could tell you that Shmuel was being strict. And why did Rav... And Rav was being lenient. And if so, why did Rav criticize of Tachif Baravdimi for going like Shmuel if he's being strict. Who cares? Let him be strict. No. Because if you're strict and you say it's Asur, people are going to carry anyway without an Eruv. Because they're not going to make Eruv because you said it's Asur to do. And you're going to cause a leniency by being strict. And that's why he was upset. Hadid Kikula. That was the mess up that Rav did. And therefore it's not necessarily proof which whether we're going with version A of Shmuel or version B of Shmuel. Version A that Rebbe was being lenient or version B that Rebbe was being strict. Okay, we're going to stop over here. Baruch Adonai Amen v'amen.